Hello, this is Future Lucy who is editing the podcast. I've just finished and I just want to jump on here to say, bear with us, bear with us. Um, we obviously, as you'll hear, we recorded this um, in two different like locations and on Zoom. So it's, it's a lot of like, I've tried to do my best job, but there's a lot of um, maybe mismatch of uh, reactions. And also the main reason I'm here is to explain Oh my fucking god, Alex should have turned off her washing machine. It's really frustrating and I'm really sorry, but it's a constant, so maybe it's like got a kind of ASMR effect. Who knows? Um at 25 minutes into the podcast, it gets absolutely unbearable, so I'm sorry for that. Um but hopefully, hopefully, I don't know yet, and I emotionally can't um can't take it if this isn't the fact. But I'm hoping that for the next episode it's turned off because this is like an hour of footage. So yeah, so just wanted to jump on here and say sorry about the audio, but as everybody's in the same circumstance as us, we were just doing the best we can. So anyway, I'll stop rambling. Enjoy the episode. Goodbye. same place this is so strange but i kind of love it it's very um apocalypse-esque it's kind of like um romeo and juliet right except there's no balcony um you're just in fife (laughs) please don't reveal my location to my rabid fans the street is i'm kidding lucy i won't tell it i won't do it i wouldn't do it um hello welcome episode eight I can't count, so... It is. I'm from Fife. It definitely is. It, do you know what? Oh, that's true, actually. I forget. Yeah. You don't even have, like... You didn't even get an education, did you? No, it's pretty much just... Right, there you go. You're out in the potato fields. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you're out. Uh, there you go. Yes, it's episode eight. I just checked. Okay, cool. Episode eight. And we're in different locations. We're not in the same place, but just like everyone, we're using Zoom. Yeah, but the love is still there. The love in the heart is still there. The love is still there, and it's just wild we've been sponsored by Zoom for this episode. <laughs> we need to stop saying that, that we're crazy? sponsored by people when we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not sponsored soon. by Zoom. Not even close to sponsored by Zoom. Um, but hey, listen, we like to. We all have dreams. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And right? just, you know what? Anyway. We're just manifesting. We're just the secret in it. <laughs> so. If you hear this, Zoom, send me an email. I'm sure the CEO of Zoom is listening in as we speak. Probably because they're probably hacking us right now. (laughs) Yeah, probably. To be honest. Uh, 100%. They're either hacking us or they're the number one fan of Dead Talk the podcast. But I would say we're more likely getting hacked. Yeah, I remember when the House Party app first came out, my mum was like, Alex, download House Party on your phone and then the next day she was like you need to delete it they're hacking us and i'm like mum i can't keep up with your crazy (laughs) ramblings also i feel like with house party which is i feel like house party was kind of like stage one of lockdown and like everybody was using it all the time and my dad would come in um and he'd be on house party and i'm talking i'm talking to relatives that i wouldn't have been talking to anyway Right. Do you know I'm, what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I, to be honest, everyone's like losing it. And I'm like, this, like, this 
is where I thrive. Like when I'm by myself. Oh yeah. This is this mm-hmm. is absolutely where I thrive, and I forgot that. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that was like like you're kind of like I was almost failing if I was by myself at points. And now I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I love this shit. I love being by myself. I'm having a good time, and I'm ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. Yeah, like nothing's bothering me right now except this damn cat. Am I right, ladies? Um, that I thought that was a metaphor because you're not getting shagged. Oh. Um, which is. <laughs> Well, you said this damn cat. I thought it was like a little joke. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, sorry. Are you clearly say- that's where my uh, mind is, everyone? Listen, <laughs> I don't. Sorry. Uh, no. Hang on. Um, let me take that one in. So you're saying? I mean, why why mm-hmm, bring this mm-hmm. filth into this? Why why bring that? Why bring what? Sorry. This filth into it. Oh, the the vulgar content. Yeah. Correct. I'm providing. Oh, um, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like. Spicing it up, being a little crazy. No. Uh, so how you know? about you turn that dial down? I don't want people to know how sexually lonely I am. <laughs> okay, well, I won't. Um, we'll leave that for... How about episode 10? We give that one away. Episode 10, I just fully describe every single sexual fantasy I've had within the last four weeks. How about that? So guys, get ready for that episode. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't fucking wait. Oh my god. There's going to okay. be a lot... A lot, a lot. You know, no, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. No, I'll say no nothing. spoilers. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking, but I won't say it. I love how you and me both just went. No, 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 no spoilers. <laughs> Not <laughs> no, even no, like no, no, no. Stop this right now. People don't want to hear it. <laughs> they want to hear it so bad that I don't want to give them any We're part like, of it. <laughs> you're like revealing all your sexual fantasies and at the same time we're not like oh the joke's too far it's like leave that for the episode of all right ladies (laughs) oh the people they cannot wait oh my god they're dialing in right now the lines are going crazy they want to know what it is why guys i really want to apologize that our uh, website crashed it was just (laughs) flooded with people trying to get on like i'm so sorry our this website like, that doesn't I'm exist really embarrassed. Yet. Like we're working with yeah, we're working with people on the technical side to try and get it fixed. It's just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. was so unexpected. Our, our our website is Facebook.com. That's what's crashed. We created that. <laughs> we're the we're those twins. What were those twins called? What twins? The, the twins that like created Facebook or something? I don't know. I've, I've <laughs> what, not, I've Mark not seen this Zuckerberg? Mark. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> and the No, he like stole that. Oh idea. no no no, sorry. No no no. So the twins, Mark and Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, is that not who runs Facebook? Everyone keeps saying Mark Zuckerberg runs Facebook. I thought that was two different people. Two twins. <laughs> Imagine being the mother that names your two twins. Okay, so that one's Mark and oh Zuckerberg. <laughs> I'll give you one better. Imagine being the woman that gave birth to, to Mark Zuckerberg himself. Oh, I vey to that one. Yeah, guys, there's a link in the description to donate to Mark Zuckerberg's mum. I just feel like she's really having a bad time. <laughs> yeah, she's probably not you know financially I mean? stable. I don't think she's emotionally stable. I mean, get over it. It's her yeah, fault. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Should we, should we actually um, do a podcast now? Should we do an episode? Hold on. Um, hold off on the actually getting to the point. Um, should we do an episode of us searching for Mark Zuckerberg's mum on Facebook? No. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So this episode is my turn. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's my turn to... Oh, shit. We didn't even do the damn... Intro. I know, I'm waiting for Welcome. it. Welcome. Here I go. <clears throat> Welcome to Dead Talk. This podcast is all things cold cases, mystery histories, 
and <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo's. I, yes. I thought you were going to forget the last bit. I'm like, that's the most iconic bit. I was going to be so mad. That is the most iconic bit. Also, my friend, um, my friend Cammy said, "Why do you never say?" Um, oh wait, oh I don't know. He said something about like. I think I said something about, oh, we're going to do this. And he said, why didn't you say you were going to Scooby-Dooby-Doo it? But I don't know. Tell him because that's a god-awful idea. Yeah, you listening, Cammy? That was awful. Are you listening in? Tell, tell, tell him <laughs> when he's he's got a million views on his podcast, all right? Then he can give us tips. <laughs> all right, because that's how many views we've a million, got. A million views? People are watching A it? million views. People watch the audio. They watch the audio levels. <laughs> Did you not know that? If you listen to this podcast and you don't watch the audio levels the entire time... Fake fan. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Fake fan. Is that fair? Yes, that's fair. Are you kidding? I'm completely on your side. I was just... I was just checking. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Well... Okay, anyway, so enough of the... Enough of the chit-chat. Oh, let's get Uh, into business. It's it's my turn. So I'm going to start. I'm just, I'm getting a bit crazy. I'm getting a bit creative in the old lockdown. Oh, stop um, Because I'm bored. So I think I'm going to start a mini series within myself. Um, okay. Which I, this is just going to be a little um, thing that I might bring back every now and again when it's my turn to tell a story on the episode. Okay. You a fan? You okay? I mean, I'd like to know what it is and then maybe I'll agree with it. I just like constant reassurance that I'm doing the right thing. I know, so. but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give you that. So get over it. Okay, uh, sure. So the miniseries is inspired by the fact that I, in lockdown, have been re-watching American Horror Story. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Yeah, girl. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I fancy Tate Langdon in Murder House. Oh, girl. So much. So much. So does um, every 14-year-old But if you didn't girl. know, yeah, well... Me and all of them oh have a lot in common. I hate right? it. I hate it. So if you're a fan of American Horror Story, the TV show, you will probably... Well, one, you here's a fun fact. can Cannot believe, and have not believed it since the age of, like, 16, that that is directed by the same guy who does Glee. That blows my mind. Well, they're both extremely Murphy, gay in different ways. Yeah, but the ultimately different ways, you know? I don't know. I feel like there's always, like, a thing with Ryan Murphy where it's just... It feels definitively like a Ryan... You know what the what the running theme is of a Ryan Murphy 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 production? Camp. It's quite camp. Camp also gets terrible after a couple seasons. Okay. He knows how to kill a first and a second series. He 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 knows. He knows, and he makes a fa- he makes a fucking fantastic TV show. I'll tell you that for a fact. A lot of Ryan Murphy shows I like, but then it gets shit after that. Right, well, this episode's definitely not sponsored by Ryan Murphy, then, so thanks a lot for that. Ryan, I'm a big fan of your work, but tell me I'm wrong, Ryan. Ryan, please, Ryan, tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) So Ryan's on the line. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, oh. Oh, he said, oh, wait, 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 no, 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 so he's just in my headphones. Oh, no. So sorry, we're doing a Zoom, we're doing a Zoom call and he's only in my headphones, so I'm really sorry about that. But what's he saying? He's saying, Alex, shut up and let Lucy go on with the episode. That's wild. This is gotcha journalism and I won't stand by it. He's hung up. He's hung up. I'm talking so, to you. I'm not talking to Ryan. Up. I've I've hung up. I've hung up as well. No, I can hear so. you. I, I mean, I can still hear you though. So I've hung up. Right. So you can't just say that. I mean, you have to <laughs> hung up. I can hear you clearly. Okay. So onto the onto the story. Yep. Is that what you just said? Cool. I did say that. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that these I'm glad that these um, technical features aren't getting in the way of our comedy. <laughs> um, okay. So yes, if you're a big fan of American Horror Story, the TV show, you will probably know that a bunch of the stories within 
the seasons, um, some of those are based off real murderers. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is like, this is peak you and like your Tumblr days kind of shit, I feel like. Correct, 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 mm. correct. So, so because I said um, I've been re-watching it, I just finished re-watching the first season, which is Murder House. Right now, tell me right now, three, two, one, favourite season, go. Lucy, it would have to be Asylum. Okay, that's fair. I really, I really, really did think the first one, I was like, it's, it's so fucking good. But anyway. No, uh, it is. Anyway. The first digress. season is... is Fantastic. It's just Asylum is just... It is really good. Oh, mama. Oh, mama, indeed. Oh, mama is um, good. Okay, so brief description of the first season. How long do you have? Oh, my um, God, I know. Basically, basically, the reason it's called Murder House is although the story follows a family, it's basically about the house that they move into and all the lives that have taken place and ended within that house. So this is like big fat spoilers. If you haven't seen it, then fuck off. I don't really care. Oh, see. Um, I said it. I meant what I said and I said what I meant. But basically this family move into the house and they slowly realise that some of the people that they're encountering are not in fact people, but ghosts of people that have died in that house. Yeah. Because the whole hoo-ha magic is that if you die in that house, you don't leave you are a ghost like you but you kind of present yourself as a human your spirit that shit ain't getting released to the netherworld that shit staying in that house uh-uh, baby exactly so there's loads of characters that are quite um recurrent from the very start however there's loads of characters um that appear at random points uh, within the season but all those people have died within this house and one of those characters that is shown in the season is based off a real murder case in LA, which is where this house and this season is I set. I know exactly what you're about to say. And I'm gonna do the Black Dahlia, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the black. Just to describe, we're dancing, we're having a good time. Yeah, we're it's dancing, the Black Dahlia. Alright, alright. So, groovy, groovy girls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the Black Dahlia is one of the. It's like the, one of the staple. Oh. murders if you're like into true crime absolutely right? yes absolutely it's one of the absolutely. oh my god yes you're so right yeah it's one of the absolute bookmark murders if you're into true crime um and yeah like I've, i'm gonna go into it but this this murder has so much cultural significance oh my god it does it's just filled with mystery and intrigue oh, my god yeah yeah so in the in the tv show um, it's some of the facts about it are changed, yeah. but um, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a an homage to the Black Dahlia, if you will. Um, I, I love whenever I can use that word, I love it. It's a good homage. Time. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go into the murder and its cultural significance, which will then tie into how it is portrayed in the TV show and the differences and everything about the whole fucking case. All right. I love it. Okay. You look so like you're not Black Dahlia. trusting yourself. <laughs> uh, I don't, okay. but here we are. Cool. Carry on. Um, I'm just like kind of lost without you here beside my actual uh, side. Lucy. I don't want it. I just don't want it to let, just throw me, you know? Enough. Just, get on just with say it. you're going to do, just say you're going to do good, son. No, don't say that. Get on with it. Lucy, get on with it. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all the encouragement I would get from my real father, so that's fine. Lucy, um, I, I swear okay. to God, get on with it. Okay. Um, so the Black Dahlia is a really famous, still to this day, unsolved murder case that occurred in the 1940s 
in Los Angeles, California. Oh, um, its cultural yeah. significance. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> its cultural significance has been identified due to the victim, the circumstances, and loads of um, fun facts about the crime. So I wouldn't say fun facts. Let's get into. No, I just I kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I kind of I I said that sentence as if there was something else to say, so then I had to say something else. And was it poorly poorly choice words? Yes. Was it poorly choice okay. words? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> were those words poorly choiced? Yes, they were. <laughs> Still doesn't work, but okay. Okay, let's ignore it and move on. Yep. So let's get into uh, Black Dahlia's place in American Horror Story. So like I said, uh, Murder House, first season of American Horror Story, is mostly about this family who move into a house built in LA that was built in the 1920s. Um, They soon find out the reason the asking price be cheap cheap is because there's a lot of uh, ghost ghosts. Yeah, you you got that right, sister. A plethora of people who had died in the house throughout the 1920s until recent times, spanning that much, uh, roamed the house and one of the ghosts that makes an appearance is the ghost of real life murder victim Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia. That's her all right. Um, so in the TV show the house is originally built, so this is I no, it can't no, okay. I'm gonna stop. I was about to say, I don't know if this is real, but it's not. I know for a fact it's not real. Please, um, I was yeah. just about to be a dumb dumb, but No, that's okay. So <laughs> in the TV show the house is originally built and owned by Doctor to the Stars, Doctor Charles Montgomery. Oh, I know him well. You know him? Oh, were you a patient? Yes. I, you were you? I mean, you just said Doctor to the Stars, Lucy. I obviously was a patient. <laughs> I mean, you might regret saying, revealing that to the um, audience of Dead Talk once I continue on, but that's fine. Yeah, that's true. I've, um, I've just remembered, and yeah, you're right. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> you just remembered what what he does? Yeah, <laughs> yeah ah, so let shit. me continue on. Yeah. Um, in the show, it's revealed the doctor was addicted to opiates and to sustain the lifestyle of his family um, and what they were used to, he operated backstreet abortions Whoops. to budding Hollywood starlets like Alex Carter. Such as my... That's, that's awful. I can't joke about that. that is, <laughs> I, can, I actually couldn't even bring myself to, to say that. To make a joke about it? Never. If it's not obvious, um, Alex didn't get an abortion in the 1920s. <gasps> was he? So. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Say, why, yeah, why am I saying that? Like, I'm like, hey, you know I did in the 20s. In the, in the 19 to Dr. Charles Montgomery, they hello. truly remember? were the roaring times. Let me tell you that. <laughs> A little bit too roaring. That's why we got rid of it. Lucy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I insist you tone it down. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Dr. Charles Montgomery is the original owner and the person who built the house in the 1920s, and the Black Dahlia appears in the TV show as one of his patients who comes to get, like, a backstreet abortion. Indeed, she which does. Isn't um isn't true in real life. Doesn't no, yeah, this is... ring this, true to the real story. They totally made up, like, how she got killed yeah. for American Horror Story, yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah. I just wanted to clarify the difference between fiction and fact. Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, um, so, yeah, that wasn't true, the real story of the Black Dahlia. So let's dive into what we know is true. Okay. Um, on the morning of January 15th, 1947, around 10am, Betty Bursinger? Yeah, Bursinger. I, I spent, I literally spent 25 minutes trying to figure out if this woman's name was Bertie. <laughs> Bertie? <laughs> it's was not good Bertie. Old it's Betty. Good old Bertie. Uh, I was trying to figure out if her name was Betty Bertie Bursinger or Bert, Betty 
Bursinger, and it's Betty Bursinger. Okay. Jesus Christ, what happened, whatever happened to Karen Smith? You I need know? you to move on. <laughs> Have a normal name. That's super. That's super forties, isn't it? Like Betty Bursinger. Yeah, uh, we got anyway. a dazzling starlet here, a Betty Bursinger. <laughs> On January 15th, 1947, Betty Bersinger was taking her three-year-old daughter Anne on a walk. Oh. Anyway, okay, I'm going to stop. Yeah, we're getting, like, um, English now. <coughs> Doesn't work. Yeah, so, uh, so Betty was taken <laughs> back to Scottish. Betty. Betty. Um, <laughs> so, Betty, Jesus, move on, Lucy. Betty was taking her three-year-old daughter. <laughs> oh, my God. The absolute chaotic mind. Oh, my God, I have the Lucy biggest Webb's face. Crackhead. Okay. Do you want to talk about that for the episode? Yeah, I have the biggest face. I'm just looking at myself in this webcam. Okay, whatever. Anyway. So, Betty Bersinger was taking her three-year-old daughter, Anne, on a walk around the block okay. to complete an errand, which was to go to the shoe repair store. Uh-huh. In the Crenshaw neighbourhood of LA on Norton Avenue. I know it well. Betty and her daughter passed an empty lot and Betty saw something in the grass. Okay. This is her quote, and this is very fucking 40s. Um, I glanced to my right and saw this very dead white body. My goodness, it was so white. Oh. It didn't look like anything more than perhaps an artificial model. It was so white and separated in the middle. I assume she means like a mannequin. What? Like an artificial model. Yeah, oh, I right. looked it up. Oh, artificial, like, yeah, I, that is what she would have meant, yeah. Artificial, what a stupid word. Lucy. What stupid wording. Lucy. Whatever, whatever. It just confused me, and am I right? Leave her alone. So the body was facing face up, and it was entirely naked. Her body was split in half at her waist. Her She was posed quite weirdly, so her eyes were wide open, and her Oof. arms were above her head with her elbows bent in a similar to position as I would assume like a jumping jack. That's sick. I don't know if... Sorry, I didn't mean to be uh, offensive. I'm no, I'm saying to... the murderer was sick. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying my comparison. I was like, well, not really. No, you're just giving um, facts. Thank you. Her <laughs> legs were also spread apart and she'd been hit over the head and there was ple- pieces of her flesh had been cut out, like little chunks missing. Ew, this boy's out of his mind. I know, he was cuckoo bananas. He um, certainly and was. the worst part, the most disturbing part, I would assume, um, to witness with your own eyeballs, is that at each corner of her mouth, there were three inch slits to give yes. her a permanent smile. I knew this, I knew this. So that's gross, and I would hate to see that, and that image would never leave my mind. Um, I imagine seeing um, that in real life, I wouldn't be a huge fan of it, I'd have to agree. I would say it's probably like top five things Nah. Top you know? five things I could go without. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, maybe, actually, maybe one of the most disturbing facts about this is that Betty left this horrific scene, went to a nearby house, called the police and was like, hey, you got to check this out. And then she continued on with her errand to the shoe repair shop. Betty got shit to do. She don't let nothing stand in front of her. <laughs> Listen, I mean, what else is she supposed to do? Uh, here's a voucher for therapy. How about that? Honey, it was the 1940s. You just got a lobotomy and you were done with it. <laughs> Honey, it's the 1940s. It's called whiskey. Therapy Ever for a it? woman in the 1940s. Yeah, I'd love to see that one. How about stay home and cook more? There you go. Yeah, good. I'll and give you that for free. You'll be much more fulfilled if you do that. That's what my therapist told me. Yeah, Betty, I'm not telling you how I don't to even have a... live your life. But do it. I'm just telling you how you can improve it. But anyway, enough for Betty. The reason that the body looked so white right. was because it had been drained of blood 
and yes. appeared to be scrubbed before then being moved to the spot it was found in. Interesting. So the body was scrubbed. So this is a very meticulous man. This is a very meticulous man. Keep that in mind. I, I always do. Um, okay, good, good, good. So Bersinger went to... Oh, yeah, I said that shit. Um, so when the LAPD arrived, the body was identified as 22-year-old Elizabeth Short by the fingerprints uh, the LAPD had got and flyers went out to hopefully reach somebody who had a little bit more information about Lizzie. Um, that was a little bit insensitive. That was but far too much. <laughs> far too much energy in the uh, recounting of a dead woman's name. Just, oh, she's just been dead years. Who cares? Lucy! She has. Yeah, anyway. it doesn't mean you're, there's a, so, a timestamp on when you're allowed to disrespect a dead body. There is. It's about 60 years. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, I'm so unprepared, but I need to go get my charger. One minute. Sorry, guys. One minute. Just technical issues. Don't bitch about me while I take my headphones and off and leave. Oh, I will. Run! Guys. Unorganised is Lucy. Sucks. Thank you. And your <laughs> shoes. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, fellas. Right. <sighs> okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. More information was revealed about Elizabeth Short after um, the initial flyers went out. It was found out that Short was born... I'm going to give you a brief history on it, Elizabeth, because okay. it's quite important, um, like I said, in the cultural significance of the victim. So, Short was born in Boston, Massachusetts in 1924. Um, her father had a very bizarre career i feel like this guy would be entirely your type and uh, oh, purely okay, because of how quirky quirky and odd his uh, his vocation is so short's father built miniature golf courses yeah i'm in yeah <laughs> i thought so. I'm down, I thought yeah. would be your type you see that on tinder and you are super liking that i shit. am using that one free super like they give you and i am skyrocketing that shit to the top of my screen <laughs> and contacting tinder saying hello uh, address um, please so yeah, he made he built miniature golf courses until the nineteen ugh, classic. Everyone remembers this one, the nineteen twenty nine stock market crash, where he lost yes. most of his savings, and the family became very very cheap cheap poor. Remember that? Yeah, that was the worst. I hated that. My um my miniature golf course uh, business also went bust. I think I think so, everyone's dead, myself included. Mm. The industry just hasn't has not recovered since, you know. No, considering there were so many of us back then that had miniature, um, what what, what did he what did he make miniature golf courses? <laughs> miniature golf courses. Yeah, yeah. Considering so many of us had those miniature golf courses, it really is crazy that we've not recovered yet. Well, you know what they said. Nineteen twenty eight was the year of a uh, mini mini golf golf. Yeah, they would say that a lot. And then, nineteen twenty nine, plummeted. Oof. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Lucy Webb, Alex Carter, how to milk a joke until it's not funny. Um, that's our other podcast. That's our masterclass. $100 for four classes. <laughs> or just listen to every single one of our episodes and I'm Lucy. sure you'll uh, catch some hints. <laughs> no, I need money. Okay, sorry guys. Like I said, he, in the 1929 stock market crash, um, he lost most of his savings and the family became very poor. His car was then, um, soon after that, found abandoned on the Charleston bridge and it was assumed he committed suicide by jumping off the bridge aye 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 indeed yeah. um so that sucked um right, and then okay. in 1940 <laughs> sorry i realized how I was, to, I was just trying to move on but that was a uh, really insensitive so sorry sorry sir <sighs> sorry sir mm-hmm. um in 1942 short's mother received a letter 
from her presumed deceased husband, <gasps> where it was actually revealed he was in fact not dead and he's a little rascal and scurried off to California to start a new life. Mr. Shore. Oh, come on. That is horrific. Can you imagine finding that shit out? So that's why... Oh my God, yeah. I would go on a rampage. I'd be like, oh, so you got a boost? Yeah. What, how do you think I'm I'm here. Oh my God, what a cunt. First of all, she... That's why I didn't feel that bad, making fun of his death, because he's not dead. I mean... And she, he's also a prick, apparently. She married a man who made miniature golf courses. That woman's been through enough. <laughs> she should have known she was dealing with a wild card, you <sighs> know? My God. I mean, I feel sorry for her. I certainly do. So anyway, um, yep, revealed that he wasn't dead. He just pissed off to California. Um, and Elizabeth apparently just hates her mother and went to California to live with him. Um, Fair enough. This is with a man she hadn't seen since she was six years old. Fuck this guy. Is what and I how, old is, she, how old is she at this point? It's 42. Oh, she's right, 18. She's like 18. Yeah, she's 18. Right. What a bitch. Excuse um, you. So Elizabeth quickly... No, Elizabeth quickly finds friends and she briefly dates... An army Air Force sergeant who reportedly abused her. So, not having a good time out in California at no, the start. that doesn't seem um, great. In September of 1943, she's arrested for underage drinking and she's sent back to Massachusetts. But she's like, fuck that shit. I hate my mum, apparently. Um, so she moves to Florida and only occasionally visits Massachusetts. Oh, she loves that sunny weather. Yeah, she's a little bit of a fiend for the heat. Yeah. Um, so she's just not... She's like, Massachusetts? Mm-mm. No thanks, honey. But that accent, oh my said. god, I can't get enough. <laughs> you, personally? Yeah. Th- that's where Boston yeah, is. Don't, don't, yeah, I know I know that's where Boston is. I lived fucking an hour from it, dumbass. Yeah, no, you're the dumbass because why you say, you know I love a Boston accent. No, but I'm just saying, we're talking about Elizabeth Short and then you make it about your fetish for Boston accents. <laughs> Sorry, pause this for a second. Lucy Webb, Lucy Cornelius mm-hmm. Webb, just got mad that someone made a situation about themselves. <laughs> Can we think about that? Can you stop? Can you stop talking about yourself for one goddamn minute? It was an innocent <laughs> little joke about my fetish for Bostonian accents, and this one flies off the handle because I have made a situation about myself. I cannot, I'm actually gobsmacked at the moment, audience. <laughs> Lucy Webb, the person who can't go a single episode without linking something back to herself and you telling were, a story The first about episode it. starts with you saying Jack the Ripper is your dad, essentially. <laughs> and now you're giving me yeah, hassle true. for saying I quite like the way a Bostonian speaks. But that's going too far. So I used to live in Rodellin for the people at home. Um, oh, yes, I'll God. tell that story. I was... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I won't, I won't do Move that. Move on. I won't do that. Move on. Anyway, she only... Um, she only visited Massachusetts every now and again. Um, and she eventually relocated back to California, but um, she was in, like, Southern California before with her dad, and then she relocated to L.A. in July of 1946. Okay. So, Short spent the last six months of her life um, mostly in L.A. Um, she'd been working as a waitress and rented a room behind the Florentine Gardens nightclub on Ooh. Hollywood Boulevard, um, and she was described and known as an aspiring actress and sources do claim that she had big dreams of becoming a film star on the silver screen. She certainly did. So, yes, she did. Um, so the time of this murder and Elizabeth's kind of backstory um, has a lot of significance in the history of Hollywood and true crime and where those two meet yeah. and make kind of a big cultural phenomenon, which is young Hollywood starlets being murdered. And it was because um, it was uns- it's still unsolved. It just totally added to the yeah, notoriety exactly. of it. Exactly, and the mystery. Um, so 
this was also the beginning um it was not the very beginning but it was especially for LA and America and um, the kind of glorification of true crime this was a really poignant start to coining murder victims names in newspapers so right the reason she was nicknamed the black dahlia was because she was known to wear black dresses yeah. and it's like a, a sorry i'm gonna use that word again it's an homage to there's a film called the blue dahlia yes or something. that is correct so that's where it comes from but it's because she wears black dresses and she has she had striking dyed black hair she did she did um so there was marks on Short's wrists, legs and neck that implied she had been bound and tortured uh, before she was killed. My God. So the slits on the corner of her mouth had been determined that they were very much made while she was still alive. Oh. And the separation, so I, I don't think I made it that clear earlier, but like when she was found, if you don't know this story, when she was found, she is split in half. Yeah. And her torso, there's like a good... I don't know, like six inches or something yeah. in between the two parts. Um, and the separation of her torso was done so accurately and with such precision, precision, like you said, there's no, there's actually a lot of evidence that this was done by somebody who had surgical experience. Without there's like no, There's no rupture of any internal organs at all, um, not damaged. And the just the whole incision is like very... I was going to say very nicely done. That's not very what I meant. I meant done. like very expertly done, not nicely That's done. That's a non-biased Jesus. way of putting it. Um, thank you. That's why I needed. Yeah, uh, you, see, you appear to be so biased this towards meant, the murderer. So, listen, I'm not going to reveal my motives until the end. <laughs> um This, yeah, like I said, this um, meant a lot of attention uh, when investigating suspects was made on people with uh, surgical skills. And now this is just me. This is just me riffraffing here. Please do. But I assume that's probably where the link of Dr. Charles Montgomery and American Horror Story comes from. Yeah, like why they that, why they chose that um, as the narrative for their dramatization of what happened. Yeah, I think what there's some significance happened. in yeah, in like some significance in what was kind of speculated at the time. If you want a reference of any of that kind of era, oh my god, Hail Caesar is like the the film for that that is a terrible like film that, that that is a bad film but that in, that encapsulates the time no Do you know I, what I, I mean? completely agree and i think like scarlett johansson's character is uh like what's the word like she's basically just a stereotype of all these characters like the black dahlia and all these women um so yeah the murder is a cultural significance of this time in hollywood where young kind of vulnerable women finally had a chance to go and make something of themselves and become Hollywood starlets, but they were like vulnerable and they were just being exploited in oh, all, all types of way, all types of way. Um, but in obviously the worst way is being murdered. Um, and these people, these women being murdered and they're just being cast aside as another woman who was an aspiring actress and wanted to be somebody and came to Hollywood to make it big, and she never did. Um, so, yeah. But then, um, in the end, she did make it big, if you think about it. She did make it big, but I'm sure it was not the way she originally planned. Mm, okay. You Oh, you don't know? We'll have someone look into that. Okay, cool. Michael? I'm just trying to come up with, like, an assistant name. Michael? Michael, can you look that up for me? Michael, can, do you... Can you look that up? Thanks, Wee. What do you think? Yeah? Okay. So he'll come back. He'll come back. Yeah, he will. So there were letters received by the LAPD... LAPD? I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) I mean, you did Um, not push (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely did. Um, So there's letters received by the LAPD, Los Angeles Police Department, if you didn't know, um, from the alleged murder. 
Um, and this also fueled a lot of the kind of like sensationalism behind it because you know it just dragged out in the media. Yeah, um, it really just started nine like, days. The media's obsession with murder, with murder. Yeah, like oh, you know? let's make this like a Hollywood type scenario and almost put these murderers on a pedestal, and they're the big stars. Well, you know what? Well, what what's going to sell more, a happy story or fear? Fear mongering, fear mongering by the press. I say. I quite like a happy story. You're the one, like a couple episodes, who said all journalists are pigs. Mum, <laughs> mum, I'm recording an episode. <laughs> Get out of here! Oh, like, stop being I've so got mean some to your dinner. mom. Did you, did you and your friends want some? They're online, mom. Mom, they I can't, can't pause it. It's food. an online game. I can't pause it. Just leave the spaghetti at the fucking door and fuck off. And she's like, okay, okay. sorry, sweetie. Sorry, Daniel. Have a good time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was just my mom. <laughs> it was her mom. Do you, do you, <laughs> sorry, guys, that was just my mom. And that girl okay, anyway, that came out of you. Can I, stop, can I stop role-playing as a 30-year-old man who lives in his mom's basement? <laughs> Literally Daniel over here. Literally Daniel the gamer. Okay, okay, so nine days after her body was found, an envelope was received that included Short's social security card, birth certificate, photos, and an address book that had pages missing. So... Yeah. Some of the letters, absolutely, you could argue, are just from people trying to cash in on this shit. Yeah. But that must have 100% been from the killer. I mean, um, yeah. So fuck. all the items, all those items that I just um, that I just talked about there that came into the package um, nine days after her body was found, they were cleaned of fingerprints by using gasoline. So homeboy knew what he was doing. This boy's... Yeah. I hate to say it, done this before... I hate to say it, an expert. Stop being in love um, with this man, Lucy. Never will, never can. Lucy. So 13 letters were sent to the police and press. Many signed the Black Dahlia Avenger. Um, that's the worst Marvel film out of all of them. Lucy. I think. <laughs> um, around, that was a good joke, like that one. It was so good, around 75 oh men God. were, I mean, let's be real, none of them are any fucking good. So yeah, true. Log out of Facebook because I can hear the fucking notification. I'm literally, what? Where? How do you? I, first of all, I don't have any notifications on Facebook, so that's not what you're hearing. Okay, so it's, okay, so it's me. Oh, and right, so, so you're, <laughs> in the room. <laughs> okay, it's me. <laughs> Right. Anyway. <laughs> First of all, I never get notifications on anything. So why you would assume that was me is wild. I tried to, I tried to turn around that so quick. Okay, so it's me. And let's move on. Right. Um, like, who cares? I had my notifications on. Meanwhile, you just shouted. Okay, so I got it wrong. Oops. Right. Can I finish this? That was your fault. But yes, so, you can. I don't want to acknowledge it. So around seventy-five men were contacted and investigated from oh, wow. the address book. That were that was found. Okay. Um, majority of them said they'd only met Elizabeth briefly. Um, due to the surgical ex- expertise that we ex- like talked about earlier, many medical students were also investigated. But seventy years since the murder, and the case is still unsolved. Still girl. unsolved. Um, however, oh my god! Stop with the conservatory door. Leave them alone. Um, no. Yes. So. Uh, although it is unsolved, there's like one guy in particular, um, Doctor Hodel, who is like the prime suspect and like believed yes. to be the person that did it. And literally, I've said it a thousand times. I've recommended it to everybody I know. If you are interested in this case, or or if you just love podcasts, 
this series called Root of Evil. Well, it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I assume. It's so good. It is so good. And it's all about um, this guy, Dr. Hodel. And it's pretty convincing evidence as to why he has done this. However, it's, it's all about him and his life. And it's not, it's not proved that he did this. But that is just such a good podcast. And you should listen to that anyway. And here's so. a thought, Lucy. How about we don't recommend other podcasts on our podcast? Uh, yeah, okay, I guess that's fair. And here's my second thought. His son... Mm-hmm. Lucy's going to beat up my family. family. I'm literally getting so angry. I saw. Do you think you need to tell me that? I can see you getting angry. I love the love how nobody can see this. Like obviously, guys, I'm in fear. I'm like (laughs) the anger that just came over my eyes. God, (laughs) that was so. But anyway, my second thought. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. That Doctor Hodel is his son wrote a book because he thinks his dad is the murderer as well. Yeah, I know. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the book's called. But he also wrote a book being like, "My fucking dad killed." Elizabeth Short. The podcast, the podcast is like executively produced by his daughter. Could you imagine being like, "Fuck, my dad's a murderer!" <laughs> like being so oh sure God, of imagine. it that you would discredit your own name to get that information just out. Be there. Like, imagine that moment where, like, you've kind of been thinking about it, and then that moment of just like, "Oh my God!" He totally did yeah, it. He is. Like, oh, that would suck. Yeah. No, yeah. it would really suck. But anyway, that's the story about the Black Dahlia. Yeah, makes Thanksgiving interesting. Hmm? Makes Thanksgiving interesting. You know, Dad's suspected murderer. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh. Yeah, that'd be fun. Kind of fun. Like a, like a real-life clue. Also, if you if you fall out, it's like, fuck off, mate. You're like a psycho. Uh, How no, about that? No, it's also like, let me lock all my doors so my dad doesn't fucking kill me. Like the Black Dahlia. Yeah, that's true. I mean, listen to that podcast that I recommended and you'll realise that he was like a terrible father as well um, I mean but yeah. again sorry I'll stop plugging that listen to our podcast yeah how about just Emma um, you can find out how bad yeah. how terrible our fathers are because we talk about them all the oh, time oh stop it my dad's like looking through the conservatory like uh, hello <laughs> my dad's like, looking through the, the flat window right now like huh he's like can you let me in I've been here for days and I'm like dad piss off it's called social distancing fuck off me fuck off that. I don't care if you lived here first <laughs> It's my flat now. Uh, oh my god, stop with the question. Sorry, I wanted a place to hang out. <laughs> with my friends, Dad. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so that's the end of episode yeah. uh, eight. Thanks for listening, girlies. Thanks for listening, girlies. Um, yeah, if you like that episode, tell us. <laughs> where, um, hopefully this has worked out. I am very worried about uh, the fact that we're not, not together physically, in spirit, always together. Correct. We're always intrinsically linked, you could say. I would say so. So, yeah, if you've liked it, as always, shamelessly, we're going to plug our social media, which is, uh, we've got an Instagram that's at Dead Talk Podcast. It is, it is. Um, if you've enjoyed, please, for the love of God, please share it on your Instagram and we've had, or your Twitter. We've had some people share it, Lucy. We have had some people share it. Uh I should shout out some people that have my friend Rachel Dick. She, yes, that is right. Her last name is Dick. So Ayo. please show her some love on Instagram because uh, that must suck. Yeah, that must really, you know, it must be really hard. Wink, wink. Oh, wink, wink. Right. Hard. Okay. Penis. Uh, I got it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I got okay, it. Okay, good, good. Um, but yeah, she, she shouted us out on Instagram because she's a G. 
My friend, um, my friend Katie Fox, ever heard of her? She's kind yeah, of a big deal. Yeah, I have. Um, I saw she shared us out, so thanks, Katie. That's nice. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Thank um, you. But yeah, give us give us a little shout out on your social media if you're enjoying it, because why not? Um, yeah. And also, we love getting reviews and ratings on po- on Apple Podcasts because it actually helps oh, yeah. our podcast be seen. It genuinely does help see our podcast be seen by more people. Um, yeah. when you like kind of interact with it on Apple Podcasts so please do that um, but other than that I don't know thanks for coming along for the ride yeah thanks for learning a, a bit about the Black Dahlia with us and a bit about us it's always about us really <laughs> exactly <laughs> so we'll see you next week oh it, I shouldn't say that we're we'll sitting in a Is couple next weeks week? no in whenever we post the next episode it's a- I've been Lucy Webb yeah I've been Alex Carr thanks see you later goodbye bye